Hello, you're listening to Wolves Weekly, a roundup of all the week's action exclusive to Wolves Radio. I'm Gemma Frith and joining me, of course, is Mikey Burrows. Mikey, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, Gemma. Uh, it's been a busy run of games. Mm. Um, obviously, we don't just cover the first team, so there's been an awful lot going on recently. And there is a very busy week ahead, so we've yes. kind of had to do this one <laughs> earlier than we would normally do our Wolves weekly episodes because we've just got so many games to cover at the minute. So much to cram in. Yeah, I mean, obviously we've got two games coming up this week for the first team. At home to Arsenal and away at Spurs. We've got both the North London teams in one week. Um, You've also got under-23s action tonight. We've got Wolves them in again on Sunday. It's a really, really busy one. But um, let's start by looking back to Saturday, first of all, Mikey. Um, Our FA Cup journey is over. It was a disappointing result. Um, why do you think it wasn't didn't work for us this weekend, Mikey? I, I, they they had the look of a team, didn't they, Jim? Who the the break came at the worst possible time for them. Mm-hmm. As we yeah. know, they're in incredible form. Bruno Large gets Manager of the Month, which always seems to be a curse attached <laughs> to it. If it's gonna if it's gonna happen, you're better off having it in the FA Cup than in a league yeah. game. But they did just seem like a team who weren't quite up to speed in the same way they were in some of the previous matches and that's why they got stronger as the game went on mm-hmm. and the longer the match was they did look more like the wolves that we'd seen in january but i think it, sometimes Jimmy, you have to kind of allow them to have a little bit of a blip that you know they put together mm-hmm. four or five really good performances and it's hard to maintain that and especially look people were saying it's, it's an excuse yes there are a lot of players out but it is a factor. Yeah. And they're in a situation where a lot of those guys have put an awful lot in. They didn't quite get it right. That happens. Thankfully, there's a game pretty quickly to try and put things right on Thursday. Yeah, I mean, it is a quick turnaround. Five days until the next match when we're going to be, of course, home to Arsenal. Back in the Premier League. You mentioned about the manager of the month curse there. And hopefully that curse now is is out of the way. It happened on Saturday. And um, I think in a way it, it's, it's better for them to come back from the break and have an FA Cup game. And of course, you know, it's unfortunate because we love the FA Cup and a run in the cup would have been absolutely fantastic. But now they have the opportunity to go, right, that didn't work on Saturday and, and, and make some changes for, for Thursday and make sure they're um, in a better position for, for the Premier League um, what sort of things do you think we might see differently on, on Thursday well I, they've clearly been experimenting with this idea of Leander Dendonka mm-hmm. being in the midfield three but having a, a more expansive role in that three so uh, against Norwich in the cup we saw him almost effectively playing as one of the three front attackers at times and I know from people I've spoken to and no doubt you will have done as well that it's clearly something they have an idea on of having using Leander's ability to get up and down, to try and break the lines. It worked at Brentford because a lot of the goals came from him making that run into the right-hand channel towards the corner flag, drawing players out, and then exposing that space around the penalty area. It didn't quite work against Norwich. You have to give Norwich credit, Jem. They came with a really clever game plan. Mm. They switched. They'd been 4-4-2 at Watford and were really expansive. They put the extra body in midfield. They switched their shape up. They they knew what they needed to do to try and counter what Wolves would put to them. And credit to them. They got the goal. They saw the game through. As far as Arsenal are concerned, Arsenal will use the ball differently. They will mm-hmm. be more expansive in the way they come to play the game. Now, that traditionally bears well for Wolves because we like to play against teams who do that. 
who give us the space, and yeah. especially in midfield for Neves and Martinho, who were both exceptional throughout January. And that's why I say sometimes you have to allow players to have a bit of an off game. I thought Neves was still really good on Saturday. He's yeah. still commanding and all over the field. If those two can fire as they had done in the last month, Wolves should give Arsenal a really good game. And actually, it's quite hard to call this one which way it would go. We're always mm. obviously positive, but you know, Arsenal traditionally a big six club. They've been in really good form. They've got a lot of youth on their side, but Wolves are a very good team. And if we're organised and if we go about things right and hopefully Raul comes back into the starting lineup, yeah. you know, nothing against Fabio, but Raul is Raul and everyone yeah. knows what he can do, then suddenly Wolves are a different prospect on Thursday. Yeah, so of course we had Raul, he returned, uh, he didn't actually train last week before the FA Cup game, he returned too late, so um, he was never going to start on Saturday, but of course still came on in, in place of Fabio Silva later in the match. So he'll hopefully be back starting. Also, African Cup of Nations came to an end last night, uh, another fantastic final. Morocco made it as far as the quarterfinals, so it's been a brilliant month for Romain Saïs and, and going, going away with his country, but he'll now be returning to Compton. Could be available for Arsenal on Thursday, I'm not sure, it depends when he gets back how much time he has in training um you know how much recovery time he might need but he could be available for Thursday as well that then gives us uh, another option to potentially have him back in the starting 11 although Toti Gomez has been playing well as well um so yeah it's it's interesting Bruno's going to um have some choices to make by by Thursday and as we look towards some of the fixtures coming up after that of course we've also got Spurs on Sunday and then we've got a pretty tough run of fixtures in February coming up now uh, but we do have some players returning from injury I mean Pedro Neto is back out playing on the grass uh, Johnny's not too far away as well Huang's doing well so there's going to be some players coming back as well over the next few weeks which is which is going to give us some more options and um, hopefully we'll see a, a, an improvement as the weeks go on yeah and the fact that they were missing Trincao as well you yes know. of course yeah uh, and people will point to the fact that Adama left at the end of the transfer window but Wolves do still have Pedro Neto, He Chan Huang and Francisco Trincao who are all unavailable for Saturday who are all in their own ways very talented forward players that can offer something different we saw an interesting cameo from Chiquinho who yes, came on of course. And actually put in a couple of really good crosses, actually, in a in a way that we haven't quite seen from a, a Wolves-wide player in quite a while. Normally, we're used to, you know, people like Adama, people like Pedro Neto, people like Helder Costa before them, who, who carry the ball and drift in field and do things. Whereas Chiquinho actually shaped up, got it onto his right foot and whipped a cross in. Yeah. Which, if you're Raul Jimenez, you're thinking, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. I'll have some of that, thank you very much. So, you know, that gives that gives a little bit of hope as they say, can't expect too much from him. He's a young yeah. man just adjusting to life in a new country. But I think there was something interesting in there that showed that at times throwing him on late in a game to the ability to put the ball in the penalty area should not be underestimated. Mm. I thought that was a, a that was a positive to come out from Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. It was great for him to be able to to make his debut. I know that when we when we spoke to him when he arrived in in January, he was very nervous at the prospect of of playing in the Premier League, and, and he's done it. And you know, and he and he did a great job for for someone on their debut. So yeah, not not someone to expect too much from. He is he is still very young, but um, yeah, it's brilliant to to have him as part of the the Wolves side and. 
how incredible will it be to have Pedro Neto back as well? Like he was our, our star man last season. So it'd be absolutely brilliant to have him back. We, we really have missed him. And uh, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to seeing him back out on the pitch as well once he's, once he's fit and ready. It's, it's about the influence that some players have on the dressing room as well, Gemma. Yeah. You, know, you know what it's like. You've seen him around there. You've seen the reactions from other people to him. They love him. <laughs> yeah. They genuinely they love him. And he's one of those important people for morale. Now, morale is going to be good anyway because they've been on a good run. And, yeah. And those are the kind of things that happen. But to have him, and it's the knowledge from his teammates of just how good he is. So when he is there, when they see him coming back out on the training field, they'll get that buzz that says, it's getting closer. It's getting closer to having the ability <laughs> of Pedro back. And when Pedro is available, and again, we can't expect too much from him because he's been out for a really yeah. lengthy period of time. But it, it's the same with He Chan Huang, that when you have players who just have that something different, something that's... Can't, you can't quite put your finger on it, the X factor that they used to talk about. That We know Daniel Pudence has it in his own way. We know Francisco Trincao has it in his own way. He's probably actually Trincao, one of the players that we need to see a little bit more of in terms of direct goal contributions. Yeah. But his all-round game is what, is what is appealing to Bruno at the moment. So they all offer something different. It will be great. Fingers crossed. It hopes <laughs> it happens soon when they're all available and then we get to have this debate all over again as to who should get those starting spots. Yeah, it, it would be amazing to have them back. So fingers crossed their recovery journeys continue smoothly and, and we see some familiar faces back on the pitch soon. So it was a fantastic Sunday afternoon for Wolves women. Unfortunately, the Wolves results didn't quite go away on Saturday, but on Sunday they absolutely made up for it. A 5-0 victory away from home takes them to the top of the table in the league now. And they've still got two games in hand, Mikey. They are absolutely flying. They've continued their unbeaten run in the league. Ten wins, three draws. Absolutely phenomenal. Those five goals, we had two from Amber Hughes. Anna Price opened the scoring. We had a fantastic one from Maz Gauntlet, who has returned from injury. Uh, when we signed her, she was she was injured, and that recovery process took a little bit longer than I think they thought. But uh, she's played in the last few games, and yeah, absolutely fantastic goal from her. And then two goals in the final minutes of the game, one in uh, in, in extra injury time uh, to make it five nil. So absolutely fantastic from them. And we had a debut as well on Sunday for Haley Hoare, uh, who has come on loan to Wolves from Aston Villa who are a WSL side so absolutely incredible to have somebody in the top flight of women's football with us now at Wolves for the remainder of the season so very much looking forward to see what comes from her for the remainder of this season as well next up they've got Huddersfield at home this coming Sunday the 13th of February and as always you can be there to cheer them on so if you're not going to the Spurs game not making the journey down to London you can still watch some entertaining Wolves football this weekend see it, genuinely it is really worth going so it is. I went to the the West Brom game under the lights Coldfield, yes. under the lights yeah and uh, I hadn't seen uh, Dan and the girls for for a couple of weeks actually because you know obviously we have such busy lives yeah. with all the games that are going on. But um, I, I took down, actually, Jem, uh, my uh, partner's son. Oh, lovely. just turned 10 years old. Now, he was a bit of a skeptic about women's football. And <laughs> I got him there, and we were kind of stood just behind the dugout. And so he got to meet some of the team. You know, he got, he got said hello to by Dan McNamara, which he absolutely adored. Oh, amazing. And, 
and it was just and to see like through his eyes that the surprise in him almost of how good the level was of how well they played of the speed actually is what he said to me yeah of the way they played and some of the football the third goal that night was such a, a wonderful piece of team play the second goal from Tammy George. If people haven't seen this yet, it is on the social media channels. Incredible. Yeah, and and I was saying to him because he plays up front in his team, and I was saying you look at the way Jade Cross chases down the goalkeeper and forces the pressure that leads to that goal. And you know, his through his wide eyes watching that game and the way he celebrated the third goal. He doesn't support Wolves, by the way. I, <laughs> you know, I came into you his life too that, late. Well, I came into his life too late to try and change that. Trust me, but. Honestly, like it for anyone who's had any doubt about going down to watch those games, they will be so impressed. Please, please do. They play some stunning football. It is so enjoyable to go and watch. Get down and support them because you will not regret it. Yeah, it is fantastic. And and to be fair, we've had some of the highest attendances in the league this season. Uh, Wolves women have had fantastic support from everybody who has gone down. And uh, actually coming up, we've got another... Midlands derby it's not quite a derby but Stoke are going to be going to be under the lights at the CKW stadium which will be a really another phenomenal evening local game so that'll be really exciting but that's not until beginning of March there's plenty to go and see before then um Wolf season ticket holders get in for free adults four pounds concessions two pounds and under 16s also get in for free um, it's a bargain. It's, it is a bargain and tickets can be bought on the gate when you arrive as well so don't even need to book anything in advance you can just head on down and have a wonderful sunday afternoon down there at the ckw stadium in castlecroft so make sure you head down there to see them against huddersfield on sunday if you're not making the journey to spurs um it's absolutely worth it um, but Mikey, I'm I'm getting conscious of the time because um, I know that at the end of today's recording, you've got to rush off to another game uh, where the under-23s are in action. Who are they playing this evening? Uh, so we have a Midlands derby, a proper Midlands derby. Oh, against, a proper Midlands derby. <laughs> against, against, against Birmingham City uh, at Kidderminster tonight at the time of recording. So when people listen to this, it will probably have already happened. and you can be in to, progress. <laughs> well, yeah, you can head to Wolves Academy to check out the details and head to the Wolves YouTube channel to watch the whole game back if you want to. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe check the score beforehand if, you, if you're inclined to do that. But um, it, it's going to be actually, it's really interesting at this stage, Gemma, because we had a game on Friday, actually. So it's quick turnaround for James Collins' team. And it was quite a young team that played on Friday in the Premier League Cup against Swansea. The game took place at St. George's Park in Burton, Amazing. which is where England train. It was on the Sir Bobby Charlton What a great pitch. opportunity for them to, to go there. That's great. Yeah, well, because obviously Kidderminster, where we would normally play, were involved in an FA Cup game. Mm-hmm. You know, tragedy for them. Yeah. They were, were turned around and beaten by West Ham so late. Yeah, that was um, sad. So, you know, congratulations to our hosts on a, a wonderful FA Cup run for them. Um, and obviously the first team were preparing for Norwich. So off to St. George's Park, we went with two 16-year-olds <laughs> in Ty Barnett and Nathan Fraser playing. Fraser, I I think he got himself a goal. Now, this is a little bit dubious because it was technically, I think, an own goal. But I, we will never know whether it was going to yeah. go in or not at the far post. So I like to think that you we could award it, it to Mikey. Him. Yeah, because <laughs> for a 16-year-old from Technol to score at any That's level amazing. for Wolves is a wonderful achievement. So, you know, good luck to Nathan Fraser. We did an interview with him after the game. He's a lovely kid and, you know, he's got 
he's you know involved in the squad for this game. He's only 16 years of age. Wow. That says an awful lot. Yeah. You know he'll be part of the under 18s that play in the FA Youth Cup at Molyneux this coming weekend. Um, so they've got some real interesting players. They've also got the likes of Taylor Perry and Christian Marquez, who are back from their loan spells in the first half of the season. Uh, they've been in slightly different situations. Christian Marquez didn't really play on loan, so yeah. he now needs to, to play regular games to get back up to speed again. Taylor Perry was doing great at Cheltenham. 14 appearances, scored a goal for oh, them amazing. as well. But he got injured, so has come back, and as part of his rehab, is now going to play for the under-23s, okay, we yeah. think. So, you know, they've got some seniority amongst them. You know, those two have got over 100 under-23 appearances between them. Wow. So you've got those. They're at one end of the scale. Ty Barnett and Nathan Fraser are at the other end of the scale as <laughs> 16-year-olds. Some other players who will be tested, stepping mm-hmm. up a level. Fascinating to watch now because these are the kids that in a year's time, Gemma, I'll be talking to you about regularly on Wolves Weekly as to, you know, do they stand a chance of, of pushing yeah, into Bruno absolutely. and Elijah's squad? And you can see them now for free on Wolves TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like they've been doing really, really well. And fingers crossed for this evening as well, Mikey. I hope it all goes well. And hopefully when people listen to this, they're listening to it in respect of a, of a fantastic victory uh, in another West Midlands derby. So fingers crossed and I'll, I'll let you go very soon to get ready for that match. But just finally today, I thought it was really important for us to mention that on Sunday, on Saturday, sorry, even though the results didn't quite go our way, it was a very special day for our main man, our skipper, Connor Cody. What's an absolutely incredible achievement 300 appearances in golden black uh, and it was really special for him as well walking out to Molyneux and seeing that mosaic in the Steve Ball sand it's something that I think he'll remember for, for, for a really long time yeah and uh, I know you spoke to him after the game didn't you yeah uh, I, I don't know like how emotional he was yeah yeah, I mean, obviously it was it was it was tinged with with disappointment from the result. I am um, you could tell that he really um, wished it could have been different for for us on, on Saturday. Um, and he was with his with his children and his wife as well, who were uh, who were there, and they were all about to head home. And it was it was a really special one for him to be able to share that moment with his family, to share it with the fans, and to do it more than you as well. I think was just was just was really really special for him. I mean, he's had a fantastic seven years here at Wolves, so many memories and and so many to come as well. I'm sure. Uh, but I know, Mikey, that uh, you've actually got a feature uh, in rotation on Wolves Radio at the moment, which people can listen to as well, can't they? Yeah, Connor Cody 300. So we wanted to kind of give people a bit of an insight into to what he's like as a character, because we do see a lot about him on interviews and stuff. And, and we wondered whether he is genuinely like that all the time. So I spoke to Danny Bart, who, of course, was club captain when he yes. arrived and then shared that captaincy, captaincy duties when we got promotion and and whether there was any any animosity between the two because of that so you'll find out the answer to that Ooh. in in our special program we spoke to Dave Edwards who was there at the beginning when Cody arrived who in theory Cody was coming in to maybe take his role in the team so we spoke to him about that and then from a different era from you know when Cody is a leader Leo Bonatini who was part of that influx you know of portuguese speakers who came in and, and what they thought about Cody. And then the the, the wild card <laughs> in this, gem is a goalkeeper called Andy Lonergan, who only really spent a short amount of time at Wolves. But in that time, he lived in a house with Connor Cody. <gasps> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, and so you will find out how that came about and what life is like living near 24-7 with the leader of the pack, all in our Connor Cody 300 special. 
I bet he has some amazing stories. <laughs> that a must lot have been that a lot I couldn't of fun. put in there. Yeah, a I lot that imagine. I couldn't put in there, but there you go. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, huge congratulations to Connor Cody. What a huge achievement. So one of the nicest men in English football. So yeah, definitely give that one a listen as well on Wolves Radio. And I think it's available on demand via the app as well. So make sure you give that one a listen. Um, but that is it for this week. We will see you at Molyneux on Thursday for Wolves v Arsenal. We will then see you at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Sunday for that match. And we'll be back next week to update you on everything that's happened in between the under-23s and with Wolves Women. If you have any questions, as usual, then get in touch with us on Twitter and we will see you then. Bye.